You are listening to a message from Treeline Church, a life-giving church in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you are in the Pittsburgh region, we would love to have you join us in person for one of our services. Check out treeline.church for times and location. Thanks for listening and enjoy the message. Hey friends, so thankful that you can join us again this week. Last week we kicked off what has become a new series talking about when faith walks out. And if you hadn't caught last week's message, highly encourage you to go back and watch the video or take a listen on the podcast because we really begin to dive into something that we're going to unfold in the next couple of weeks. And we kind of started talking about this idea of when faith walks out, essentially when people lose their faith or their trust in God. I know that's something that can be a little bit difficult and a little bit challenging, and we talked about maybe that's something that maybe you feel a little bit of that pressure. Maybe you sometimes question or doubt or wrestle with your relationship with God, and is God really there, and what about all this stuff with Jesus and the church, and I'm just not quite sure, and how honestly that's something that's pretty natural when it comes to our faith, that there are seasons, there are times, and there will be moments that it's pretty natural to wrestle with our faith. And that's something to not be ashamed of and something that we shouldn't hide, but something that we can actually talk about with other believers because if we're being honest, we've all felt that way at some point. And then we talked about and began to really unpack some, maybe some of the feelings that we have when other people, maybe that we love, that we care about, say a family member or a friend, maybe they've walked away from their relationship with God and how as Christ followers, that leaves us feeling maybe a little bit of pain, maybe a little regret, maybe feeling like we wished we could do something about it, or maybe we did something wrong or whatever the reasons, the reins of emotions that we feel. We talked about that that's a pretty normal thing and something that we want to be able to talk about at church, that we want to make it normal, that it shouldn't be a taboo subject to talk about when people decide to no longer have faith in God. And so we're going to unpack this a little bit more this week and and maybe dive in a little further and got a great response from the message last week of some people who really appreciated it. It said something pretty timely for them or something that they had questions about. And so we're going to unpack this a little bit more. And so when we talk about walking away from our relationship with God or no longer having faith with Jesus, we began to talk about the idea of commitment. That when you get into a relationship, when you commit to something, sometimes you have to move from feelings or infatuation to actually going into love and commitment. With the idea that love is not just a feeling, but love is a commitment. Love is a choice. That we have a choice when we choose to love someone, you might not always feel like loving them. If you're, you're married, you know that's true. And if you have kids, you definitely know that's true. There are moments you feel that emotion and you feel that love for your spouse or for your children or for that family member or that friend. But then there's some times when you don't feel like loving them so much, but because of the commitment that you have made towards them, you choose to follow through and love them. And the same thing is true in our relationship with God, that we have a choice. God has given us all free will. We have a choice whether we're going to follow through on our relationship and commitment with him. And that's what makes God good is that God gives us a choice. We have free will. We can choose to have a relationship with God or we can choose not to. That God didn't make us puppets. God gave us free will to choose. Now, that's pretty awesome, right? But sometimes on the opposite side of that, when people choose not to follow God, it can become kind of painful. And then in the same time, when we have a choice for God, it can become kind of confusing. It can be kind of like difficult or challenging the things that we go through when sometimes our faith is challenged. We said this last week that when faith walks out, God walks in. 
Friends, that God is big enough for your doubts. He's big enough for your questions. He's big enough for your insecurities. Maybe the things that you're going through and wrestling with that God is not put off by those things. And God is not angry with you for having doubt or being confused. That God would rather you come to him with those doubts, those hurts, those insecurities, whatever it is. Matter of fact, if you were even upset at him, he would rather you come shouting to him than to stay quiet and withdraw from him. God is big enough to handle all of our concerns, all of our doubts. So as we unpack this last week, we want to dive a little bit deeper into some of these ideas and thoughts and hopefully make it a little more practical for you on some things that we can do and really started to look at some ideas on, and we said there's so many reasons why people wrestle in their faith. And it's not something that we want to cheapen or, or take lightly. And I know there's so many things and so many debates and so many arguments and so many things that people go through and processing and questioning and really exploring and coming secure in their faith and their trust in God. But we begin to unpack a few things that may lend themselves to going towards that, down that path of once having a relationship with God and then getting to the point where we decide not to. And so I want to share a little bit of my own story with you. And, and some of you know my story and you may have known me for a long time. Some of you may be, you know, known me for a few years. Some of you are like, who is this dude on the screen right now? And wherever you're at in that spectrum, um, just a little bit of my history and my story. I grew up in the church. I grew up with parents who were pastors. And so we were in church all the time. Matter of fact, we would go on Sunday morning for Sunday school. And then we would, that was like pre-church church. And then we had Sunday morning service. We had Sunday night night service and we had Wednesday night service. And those were the official four services that we went to every single week on top of all the special things that we did. So I was in church all the time, like all the time we were in church. And for me, when I was growing up, like maybe some of you, you would identify with this. I kind of went to church because my parents went to church and I was a Christian because, you know, that's what the family did. You know, that's kind of even sometimes politically that happens. You're a Democrat because your parents were one or you're a Republican because your parents won. And many times you just follow in the footsteps of your parents and the leanings that they have. And sometimes that even happens spiritually. That I chose to follow after Jesus and I was going to church because that's what we did in our house. And honestly, as I began to grow and through middle school and high school, I began to discover that I was just simply going through the motions, that I didn't truly have a relationship with God on my own. But at one point, something changed for me late in my high school career that I began for the first time to begin my own personal relationship with God. And I can honestly say that there was a turning point for me that I was no longer just going through the motions. I wasn't just simply attending church, let alone four times a week, right? I wasn't just doing that or having to read my Bible or pray just because my parents did it, just because I was encouraged to or we had to in our household. I'm thankful that they exposed me to that because then it gave me the opportunity to say yes to a relationship with Jesus, it was no longer just empty routine. It wasn't just because I had to because my parents did. It's because I wanted a relationship with God. I came to the understanding knowledge of who Jesus was, who God was, and because I felt how awesome he was, I wanted relationship with him on my own. And from that day forward, everything changed. And so I want to unpack this idea that we started talking about a little bit last week, this idea between religion 
and relationship. Because I really think that's where I was in a big part of my story. See, religion is when we just simply go through the motions. It's just empty routine. It's just checking boxes. And if we're honest, everyone's religious about something. It doesn't have anything to do with necessarily have to do spirituality. I mean, you're religious like on where you park your car or which brands you buy at the store. You're religious on where you sit in church on Sunday. Come on, somebody. You know, we were only there like three months at PTC and you already had your seat scoped out. I mean, we just get religious. We get in our routine. Some of us are religious in our sports fanaticism, right? We're, we are sold out to our team. It is, we're not going to miss a game. We are religious about it. It's going through those motions. It's that routine, those things that we do. And see, this can happen in our relationship with God, is that it can just simply become about routine instead of relationship. And so Jesus didn't come to establish a religion. That God didn't send Jesus into the world to say, hey, I want you to go establish the religion, Christianity, and you know, we're going to get all these people on my side. No, God came for personal relationship. God sent his son Jesus into the world so that he could pave way for you to have relationship with him, not to establish a religion. Matter of fact, Jesus would say, come and follow me. It was an invitation to relationship, to come follow me, not to come be a Christian and be established in this religion and do all these things and check all these boxes. He was simply offering an invitation to say, come and follow me. Matter of fact, in the early church, when Jesus came and after he was gone, the early church, they weren't even known as Christians. They weren't just known as followers of the way, that Jesus was the way, the truth, and the light, and they were just following after him. They were in relationship with him. See, it was all about relationship, and to see that today it should still be the same, that God wants relationship with us. Religion is simply all about empty routine. It's just about checking the box. And really, religion is all about being works-based. And what is that? And that's where I was caught up before I had that change where I really understood who God was and entered relationship with him. It was all about the works. Well, what does that mean? It was all about my performance. It was all about me being good enough and saying the right things and not doing bad things because then God would be mad at me and I had to go to church and we couldn't miss and all these things. And I, w- I was so stuck in this idea of religion and, and doing the things and checking the box and doing the right thing so God would approve of me that I missed out on the relationship. Because relationship is not just about doing good things and being good standing with God. Relationship says that God loves me no matter if I mess up or not. That I might not go through the motions. I might not do the right things. I might miss a step. I might fail. I might fall flat on my face. But being in relationship, God says, I still love you. I still want relationship with you. It's not that you've messed up or that you've done the wrong thing. And see, spiritual disciplines without the correct why, the why behind the what, why do we do this, they can become religion. And all the things and many things that we do and even promote as a church, like even going to church on Sunday morning, it can become empty routine. It can be like checking the box. You just went to church on Sunday, reading your Bible, praying, whatever it is, it could just simply be about checking the box if you don't have the right why in place. Jesus highlighted this in Matthew 15, 8. He said, these people honor me with their lips. They go through the motions. They say the right things, but their hearts are far from me. 
Their hearts are far from me, even though they say the right things. They got the right look. They got everything going on. And so we have to ask the question then, what is the why? Why do we have spiritual disciplines? Why do we go to church on Sunday? Why do we spend time with God? See, it's our love for Jesus. It's our love for God. It's not to just simply learn more about him. It's about to know him in a personal way that he wants a relationship with us. I think something that many times can really trip us up is this idea of Christianity and the church all being about just a corporate expression. And what do we mean by that? Well, a corporate expression or a corporate gathering would be like our church service on Sunday morning. It'd be all coming together. And many of you probably participated in something like that. And even before this global pandemic, maybe you were involved with that on a regular basis. That we go to church on Sunday, we sing some songs in worship, we hear some teaching, our kids have some age-appropriate stuff that they do, and everyone has a great time. And it's this corporate gathering. It's this corporate worship experience that we do. And see, sometimes what happens, and I believe this is where sometimes we get mixed up in this idea and religion from relationship, is that it's not just simply about the corporate relationship. That is a great step to position us to have relationship with God. But the corporate gathering isn't the end all. It's simply the means to enable the relationship with God. See, if it's only about the corporate relationship for us, then we are simply exposing our to something where we are in need of somebody else to have, it's like a mediator, that I can't go directly to God. I'm dependent on the church service. I'm dependent on the worship leader leading me in worship, dependent on the pastor teaching me and helping me understand the word of God. All those things are great. And we continue to do those as a church, but it's not just simply about experiencing God through someone else. It's about having a personal relationship with him. I love what Deuteronomy 4.29 says and gives us this idea of what it looks like to shift this understanding of why we do these spiritual disciplines. The big idea with what the why is, it says this, but there, from there you will search again for the Lord your God. And if you search for him with all your heart and soul, you will find him. See, friends, God is looking for a relationship. He wants all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our affection. He just wants relationship with us. He's not concerned with us checking all the boxes. He's not concerned with our church attendance. He's not concerned with us saying the right things or reading enough scripture in the day or spending a long enough time in the devotional with him. See, that's just simply reducing our relationship with God down to something that's a formula. And that's not what God is about at all. God is not simply about just boiling it down to a simple formula. And if I do A and B and C, then I'll be in good standing with God and I get to go to heaven someday. Hooray! That's not what God is after. He is after relationship. And relationship Relationship with someone means that you are with them through the thick and the thin. This is why God is constantly reminding us that he is with us and that there's nothing in heaven or earth that could separate us from his love. He is committed in this relationship. He is not going to walk out on us. He is invested. He wants us. He wants to be in relationship with you. We have to choose to be in relationship with him to seek him with our heart, to seek him with our soul. And I love this idea, even in Deuteronomy 4.29, if you caught it, it says, you will search again. It's you will search again. That it's not just a one-time thing. It's not a one and done that I come to a relationship with Jesus and now, bam, I'm good and I'm always going to desire him and always want to be a Christ follower. But that you're going to have to search again. And then after you've searched, you're going to have to search a little more. See, because this is what relationship is all about. So how do we get practical with this? Where does this relationship come from? How do we have relationship with God? Well, how do we have relationship with anyone? It's simply spelled this. You know how to spell relationship? T-I-M. 
E. Now my kids are probably watching right now and they're like, dad can't spell. Well, that's really how we spell relationship. It's all about time. If you're gonna be in a relationship with anyone, your kids, your spouse, your friend, your neighbor, your roommate, whoever it is that's important to you in your life, if you don't spend time with them, then your relationship's probably gonna be pretty much non-existent. You're just gonna coexist. You've gotta have relationship by spending time. And sometimes you're gonna feel like it and sometimes you'll have those moments and you'll have those feelings and you want to spend time with them and there's going to be moments where you might not be feeling like it. And a relationship that's healthy, it's going to have that ebb and flow. Sometimes you have those moments where you're you're feeling it, you're into it. And there's sometimes where you just kind of need to withdraw and, and be like, man, I need a moment or you just re, re, kind of regroup yourself and be like, I just need a moment or just saying, hey, you know what? I'm choosing to love you. That I might not be feeling this in this moment, but because of the commitment that I've made to you, that I'm choosing to spend time, I'm choosing to invest into this relationship. So you will only get out of a relationship what you're willing to put into it. And I don't care what kind of relationship it is. If it's a dating relationship, if it's marriage, if it's with your kids, it's with your, your parents, even if you were an adult, whatever the relationship is that you say that has priority and value to you, you're only gonna get out of it what you're willing to put into it. And the same thing is true in our relationship with God. We can't simply go through the motions, check the boxes, and expect us to have a strong relationship with mind. See, it really is about the spiritual disciplines and having a relationship with him, but with the why in mind. Why are you doing this? What is your heart's motivation? Why, why are you wanting to do these things? Is it, is it just simply to go through the motions and simply be in good standing and simply to check a box, or is it because you really do want relationship with God? And I think there's a few ways that we can do this. There are several pathways, and I won't even be able to unpack all of them, but some of the more common pathways into having relationship and spending time with God, we've talked about a few of them, is going to church on Sunday, being a part of a worship experience, being involved with the body of Christ. This is a great pathway that we can go to, that we can be a part of, that sets us up to build our relationship up with God. Maybe it's spending some time in your Bible, in your Bible app. It has never been easier to spend time in the Word of God. Matter of fact, every day we've been on Facebook Live and we've been going through a reading plan together and you can do that on your own or you can join us in that. You can simply just download a reading plan and read that right in your Bible app right there. Just spend a few moments in relationship with God. Maybe that's prayer, spending time just crying out to God, just sharing what's going on in your day, making your request known to him, asking how he can move and work in your life. Maybe seeking his wisdom and his spirit and his involvement in your life. Maybe that happens through corporate worship or putting on some worship music at, at home or in your car or wherever you're at and just spending a few times meditating on, on God's word and the scripture or even on a song and a, or a lyric that draws us closer to God. A lot of people, a pathway for them is journaling, just simply getting an empty journal, empty notebook, spending some time praying and just journaling some thoughts out, just journaling some things in connection and maybe a scripture or whatever it is and just taking some time. And maybe for you, journaling is a great pathway for you to have relationship with God. See, what you do is not necessarily important as much as it is that you do it and do it consistently. You need to find what works for you and do that on a regular basis. And with relationship, sometimes you're going to feel like it, and sometimes you're not going to feel like that. But at the end of the day, that consistency moves us from simply going through the motions and having just a religious experience with God and moving into relationship, where we understand that God truly wants connection and relationship with us, that we do it out of love and the commitment that we feel for Him.
See, friends, I, I don't know where you're at and maybe your faith has been shaky. Maybe you've been questioning and maybe you've been having doubts and just want to remind you again that God loves you that he wants relationship with you, that he wants more than anything to spend time with you, that he loves you. And maybe you've begun to feel that way and maybe you've been strong in your relationship. Maybe this has been an encouragement for you wherever you're at on that spectrum. I just want to challenge you this week to make the commitment to have a personal relationship with God. To not just simply go through the motions, to not simply just check off the box, but to really dive into and have an experience and encounter a relationship with God and understand the why behind the things that you are doing to get close to him. To really, really open yourself up and trust to follow God, to know that he has your best interest and heart, that he wants relationship with you. It just requires us to invest that time into it. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you. God, I thank you that as we unpack this, uh, this idea of having our faith challenge and, and questioning and doubt and wrestling and wherever we're at with that, God, I just pray that, God, people would know that, that you are with them, that you are for them. And Lord, I just pray that you would help us move from a religious experience where we're just going through the motions, just checking the boxes, just kind of empty routine, God, that you would just help us move into relationship to really understand the why behind we're doing these things, Lord, to, to want to spend time with you, God. Not, not that we have to, not out of obligation, not out of guilt. God, that we truly want to spend time with you because we love you and we want relationship with you. Lord, I just pray that you would help us this week to even take small steps to put things in place to be able to build that relationship with you. God, whether that's beginning a daily devotional time, maybe putting some worship music on, or maybe getting involved in a small group and having some other people that help build our faith and relationship with God, whatever that looks like, I pray that every single one of us would take that step, some step, this week. In Jesus' name. Friends, if you're here and you're watching, you're listening today, wherever you're at, we want to give you an invitation into a relationship with Jesus. See, it's not just about the religious experience or the encounter or going to church, that God is a personal God and that he wants relationship with you. Matter of fact, he wants relationship with you so much that he sent his son, Jesus, to take the place for our sins, that we all messed up. Sin entered the world, that we all failed, we've all made mistakes, we've all missed the mark, we've all fallen short of the standard that God has for us. But the good news is that God had a plan. He sent his son Jesus to die an incredible, brutal death on a cross. But that's not where the story ends, that Jesus rose back from the grave. He defeated it and he conquered death. He conquered sin so that we could have relationship with him. He's done the work. We simply got to say, we, we accept the invitation that he is still saying today that he said all those years ago, come follow me. It's just simply posturing and positioning yourself and surrender your life to follow after Jesus. So if that's you today, we just want to invite you to pray this simple prayer and say you're going to surrender your life to Jesus. Just repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I believe in you. Come into my heart. Make me new. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to follow you every day of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Amen. And just to let you know, the Bible says that when even one person comes to relationship, comes home to relationship with Jesus, it says that all of heaven is rejoicing. So with that in mind, if you made that decision today, we have something simple that you can do. If you could just text the word rejoice to 97000, we just want to come alongside of you and help you make some next steps, believing that this was just the first step into getting into a relationship with Jesus. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Just want to encourage you if you have some time to jump in the lobby with us the link will be in the description or on the video here in just a few moments after this last song let's worship together before we go thanks for listening if you would like to connect with us or learn more about our church please visit us online at treeline.church or on social media our mission is to see family trees change by a lifelong relationship with jesus we hope you can listen or join us next week